welcome to the Prophecy Club. You know, the primary reason that I first started studying Bible prophecy back in, oh my goodness, I don't know, 83, maybe even back in 1980, a long time ago, was to find out what would happen in our nation, America. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to dig into the scriptures and help ourselves kind of understand what the future for our nation might be. Now, in order to get that, we've got to go to a vision, and I'm just going to read part of it. This comes to us from Maurice Scalar. Now, Maurice does not have dreams. He has visions. He is one of our speakers at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. He's made a DVD with Prophecy Club. He's been to our home. He has given Leslie and I, I think, three prophecies. So I know Maurice Scalar real well. And I believe he's a prophet of God. I believe he's hearing from God. And there is no way that what I'm about to read to you is not of God, because there's no way flesh and blood could know all of this. This is easy to discern. This comes from the throne. Now, I'm only going to read part of it. What we're going to be talking about is Babylon, or America, in prophecy today. But in order to understand this, you have to understand what he has just been revealed here. Oh, I wish I'd had this 30 years ago. But there's actually, according to this vision, six Babylons. I'm only going to read through part of it here quickly because it'll help us to discern that what I'm about to tell you is, in fact, talking about America. Because a lot of times people don't want to think it's America. They want to think, oh, well, you know, that's the old Babylon back in Nebuchadnezzar's day, or that's Babylon back in the days when the languages were split and that sort of thing. So in order to make certain that we're reading something that's actually talking about America, and I'm going to help, as the Bible says, rightly divide the word of truth, means means that sometimes you got to put the first base on the little hook for first base. I don't know if you've ever been around baseball or not, but a lot of times what they do is have a little hook down there that actually is down deep in the ground, and then they attach the first base to the first base hook, second base to the second base hook, and so on. So in other words, you got to put things in the right order. So let me read this, and then we're going to dig into about America and Bible prophecy today. But I read this so that you know that we know what we're talking about. So the vision says, I'm going to get right to it here. The first Babylon is that he says there are six Babylon. That's what he was told. He says, my son, there are six different Babylons in the scriptures. The first Babylon is the city that was built and the first tower that was erected in the book of Genesis in that ancient city, the plain of Shinar. In other words, that's where the languages were split. The second Babylon is the ancient kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar, where the Jews were first sent into exile. That's where... Uh, Daniel was made into a eunuch, if you know what I'm talking about. The third Babylon is the geographic region of modern-day Iraq, Iran, and Persia. Okay, so we understand that. Fourth Babylon, now this is where it gets interesting. This is where we got to really put on our thinking hats. The fourth Babylon, he says, is now rising. It also is called the kingdom of Tyre by my prophets in the ancient world, but we're not getting into that part. It is the end-time world economic system that will enslave the world through commerce, trade, and usury. In other words, interest. The fifth Babylon, this is having to do with America, is called the Mystery Babylon. It is the deception, this is important, this is important to catch this, the deception of all false religions, 
will ultimately ensnare all under the spirit of the Antichrist who forsake me. The sixth Babylon, which is primarily talking about America, that's an easy way to think about it, but it's also talking about the nations that are, you might say, financially hooked to us. Anyway, the sixth Babylon, let's back up, okay, so the fifth Babylon is Mystery Babylon. The sixth Babylon says the sixth Babylon is found in the wealthy nations of the last days that forsake me and turn to idols. Sad to say, but that's America. It is all the geographic regions of those who are made rich through the economic systems of these times. All right, well, what does, what was the slogan for Donald Trump in his candidacy? Make America great again. Well, I'm going to show you, well, actually, I'm not going to show you today, but that word great is found like 13 times in one chapter of the Bible. And it's a chapter in Revelation. It's Revelation 18. I have to count it up. It might be more than 13, but it's at least 13 times the word great is found in there. But that's not what we're covering today. My point is, yes, we understand that there's different Babylons. But we also understand that the fourth Babylon is rising now. The fifth one has to do with false religions. That's primarily Revelation 17. The sixth Babylon has to do with the wealthy nations of the last days led by America. That's primarily Revelation 18. Okay, so let me say it again. Fifth Babylon is Mystery Babylon. That's the false religions. That's referred to mostly in Revelation 17. But see, they're linked, okay? And then the sixth Babylon, the last Babylon, is America. This is those that are made rich through the economic system that we have. But what I wanted to cover today is actually neither of those scriptures. I want to talk about Jeremiah chapter 50. I doubt we'll get to 51. Probably we'll have to go through probably just 50 today. I want to show you some very interesting things. Many of them really fit with what's going on today. Now, I'm going to, I tend to go too fast. I know, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid, <laughs> I'm just telling you my heart here, okay? I'm afraid that sometimes I bore you. So I go faster and then you can't stay up. So I, I do hear your emails that say, you know, can you slow down a little bit? So I'm going to slow down a little bit. We're going to kind of, we're, we're going to have a little Bible study today. So if you have your Bible, that's great. Turn to Jeremiah 50, verse 1. If you don't have your Bible, I'm going to go slow enough to where you can follow it. The word that the Lord spake against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Yes, I know that sounds like it's talking about the old Babylon. And you also have to remember that prophecies repeat. So just because it was true of the Babylon then does not mean it's necessarily not true today. I'll show you. Declare ye among the nations and publish and set up a standard. Now, what does that mean? Anytime the scripture says set up a standard, it's saying this is my, my list of laws. These are my laws. And that means that God is judging that nation. So if you set up God's laws against America, how's America doing compared to those laws? My opinion, not so good. And conceal not, Babylon is taken, Bel is confounded. Bel, well, that was in the old Babylon stand. Yes, yes, I understand. But did you also know that they've moved that Bel into New York City now? And some other pagan and uh, idle things, they've actually moved them from the old lands where they used to be. Merodach is broken in pieces, her idols are confused, her images are broken in pieces. For out of the north, now that's a key thing. 
So when the old Babylon, I'm talking about Nebuchadnezzar's day, when that fell, where did the nations come from that caused Babylon as in the days of Nebuchadnezzar to fall? Well, they didn't come out of the north, but this says this nation will come out of the north. In the case of Babylon, it was actually the Medes and the Persians that took over. And they were from the west, as I'm recalling. So what nation is it that comes out of the north? Well, what's, what nation is north of America? Well, you would say Canada. Or if you keep going further north, you run into Russia. Okay, now we understand. Russia would attack. For out of the north, there cometh up a nation against her, meaning America, which shall make her land desolate, and none shall dwell therein. They shall remove, they shall depart, both man and beast. That was true of the old Babylon, and the Bible says it's also going to be true of America in the, in the last days, too. In those days, and in that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come, they and the children of Judah together. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, that, see, that, that's different, because yet today, the Judah and Israel have now become one nation. They're two sticks together, but in those days, that was not true. They were different because in those days, I mean, there was a day back there where they were together, but then they split up in the days of Solomon. So let's go on. Going weeping and they shall go and seek the Lord their God, meaning that in the days ahead, we will see Israel begin to turn and to seek their God. Not all of them, but many of them. Verse six, my people hath been a lost sheep. That's true today. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. And if you talk to a Jew, and I have talked to many of them, they, in there, they follow their rabbis. And whatever their rabbis say, that's the way they believe. And a lot of times I would ask a Jew, well, you know, what about this? What about that? And they say, well, this is what the rabbis say. It's almost like they, they don't have an opinion themselves, many of them. They only go by what the rabbis say. Well, when I think about it, that's sort of true in America, too. Don't we have most people that don't read their Bible and they just go by what the pastor tells them? Okay, so we understand that. They have turned them away on the mountains, and they have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Well, that's, again, true of Israel. Right now, they've gone around the world. All that found them had devoured them, and their adversaries said, We offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord and the hope of their fathers. I remember in one of the visions, and as actually as an angel visit given to Demetri Dudeman, the angel said, people come here talking about Israel, thinking that this is a holy place. They want to see a holy place and they want to see holy people. He said, but all they do is see sin and filth. And he says, for this reason, I'm going to have to judge them. They will not turn to me until they fall upon hard times, the vision said. Well, that's sort of what it's saying here, too. Now let's go to verse 8. Remove out of the midst of Babylon, and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans, and be as the he goes before the flocks, means run. For lo, I'll raise up and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations. That's not true of the days of the Tower of Babel. That's not true in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> it's only true today. In other words, there's going to be many nations that will come down to attack America. It's saying there will be a time. And there's a matter of fact, there's what? Uh, I've got them right here that say that God will tell people in America, Christians, to leave America. Time not yet, not yet, but it's coming, brothers and sisters. Here, I'll give them to you. I won't read all of it, but I'll say 13, 14, Jeremiah 50, verse 8, Jeremiah 50, 16, 
Jeremiah 51, 6, Jeremiah 51, 9, Jeremiah 51, 45, 51, 50, and Revelation 18, 4. Those are the scriptures that will tell there's a time coming when the Spirit of God will begin to speak to the hearts of Christians in America to leave America. Not yet. Right now, it says, I heard a voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and you receive not of her plagues. Now, that is not saying leave. That is saying it's time to come out of the sin. In other words, out of the world, out of the world of just trying to make more money, more money, more money, and forget to go to church, forget to go to, re- to read your Bible. You don't have anything to do with, uh, with, with the Bible or Jesus. Instead, it's the people that's going out here and just having fun every weekend, and they're off to the races, they're off to the ball games, and the whole life is about how much we can make money and how much fun, fun, fun we can have. That's the kind of people it's talking about. And I'm not saying it's bad to go to a ball game or go to the stock races or whatever it might be. I'm, but I'm saying that we need to seek you first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. And then all the other things here will be added to us. Okay, let's, let's go on here. For lo, I will raise up to come against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country, again, the Russians, and they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence shall she be taken. Her arrows means the missiles. Her arrows shall be as a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. Did you know that Russia has an entirely separate satellite system for GPS, as in global positioning satellites? They do not use our American system. They use their own set of satellites. Why? Because I believe in what the prophecies say is one of the first things they do is take out our satellite systems. Now, if they take out our satellite systems, guess what? We're blind. And I remember my dad said, son, if they start bothering you, I never was a fighter, but he was, but but I never was. He says, son, if they start bothering you, just before you get in a fight, just reach down and grab you a handful of uh, dust or sand. And then when the fight starts, first thing you do is throw that sand in the face. He said, they can't see. He said, you can beat the living tar out of them. <laughs> Well, that's, uh, I never did that. Uh, can you believe a, a, a dad saying something like that to his son? Well, anyway, that, but the point is, that's what the Russians do to us. They take out our satellites, they fry all of our computer chips with EMP, and as a result, we're blind, and they can basically drop bombs anytime, anywhere they want to with little recourse. Okay, let's go on. So their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man, none shall return in vain. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. All that spoil her shall be satisfied, saith the Lord. Now, I know you're talking about Chaldea. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's over there in the Nebuchadnezzar country. That's over there in the Middle East. So this is not talking about America. Well, yeah, I can understand that before we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan. But now, actually, we are over there in Chaldea, aren't we? And we actually do own the land of Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, we don't claim to. But, you know, when you defeat a country, uh, it belongs to you, right? We kind of don't want to take it, but nevertheless, the point is, that's still an accurate prophecy. Now, let's jump to verse 12. Your mother shall be sore confounded. Well, who's the mother of America? Would you say that's probably England? And it's saying that England will be shocked when the Russians take out America. Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bare you shall be ashamed. Well, I think England, matter of fact, a lot of the nations around the world are ashamed at the sin of America. Those people 
in those nations that are righteous, that love the Lord Jesus and keep his laws, are ashamed at the filth and the sin in America. So that fits too. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Everyone that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all her plagues. Put yourselves in array against Babylon, round about. Well, would you call Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries, would you call that nation surrounding us? Remember what Demetrius said from the oceans, they would attack from the ocean. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, well, that sounds to me like that's about right, doesn't it? All ye that bend the bow. Well, today we would talk about all those people that have missiles. All ye that bend the bow, shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. Shout against her round about. She has given her hand, her foundations are fallen. All right, let's talk about the foundations are fallen. See, it's not talking about the old Babylon. It's talking about America. I remember I had a dream uh, probably 20 years ago, and in this dream, God showed me that the foundations of America were falling. I, I saw a wall, and in this dream, I kept trying to put the bricks back in the wall. And I, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, but, but can't we, can we put it back together? And he says, go ahead and try. <laughs> so, so I guess you could say that's what I've been doing for the last 25 years with Prophecy Club radio program is trying to put the foundations back together. When We're talking about foundations. We're talking about like the Boy Scouts. You know what the Boy Scouts used to do? It used to be a Christian organization that took boys, and some of them came from wealthy households, and some of them came from good Christian households, and that was good. But it took a lot of boys that didn't have that Christian foundation. And it took them and showed them not just how to fish and hunt, not just how to boil water or start a fire or something like that. It taught them. It helped them become men. Many of them didn't have fathers or they didn't have a good home. So in a lot of ways, Boy Scouts was replacing the Christian upbringing that the boys were supposed to be. It was making certain that all of the men had Christian upbringing. Well, look at it today. I would consider, yes, yes, it's still there, and don't get me wrong, it's doing a good work. I'm not trying to criticize the Boy Scouts, but I'm saying it's not what it used to be. And I consider that is part of the foundations today that, I'm not going to say it's fallen, but it's not as strong as it used to be. And there's, if, if I were to sit and write out all of the different foundations that are fallen, just like, for example, we don't know whether we're male or female when we're born anymore. We don't know if we're LGBT. <laughs> we, we don't know anymore. We don't know which bathroom we're supposed to go in. Well, see, all of those are foundations that are fallen. If you're going to be a strong and prosperous nation, you have to have, how do I say you have to have the strong spiritual base for you to have the strong financial base. The As the spirit of a nation goes, so goes the finances of the nation. And when those go, then the nation falls. Shout against her roundabout. She has given her hand. Her foundations are fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her. As, oh, listen to this, as she hath done, do unto her. And I can take you right over Revelation 18. It says, how much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I said, a queen, and I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. 
and she should be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Now, that's Revelation 18. We're not covering that today. Let's go on. Now, we're in Jeremiah 50, verse 16. Cut off the sower from Babylon, and him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest. I think that that's a little hint what time of the year our attack, our fall might come. Sounds to me like it's hinting that it might come in the time of the harvest, as in the fall of the year. In the sickle in the time of harvest, for fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn everyone to his people, and they shall flee everyone to his own land. I think it was either yesterday or the day before broadcast, I told you about that dream that I had. I'll tell you what, let me look it up. Okay, here it is. This was October 12, 2006. I saw two people get on board of a commercial jet and heard a voice say to me, two people would get on a jet with a virus. Before the plane can land, everyone on board would be dead. This would be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. I asked, what does all this mean? <laughs> and the voice spoke again and rebuked me and said, I told you, you weren't listening. Two people would get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, everyone on board would be dead. This would be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. Now, I believe that that's saying, if you want to get out of America by plane, if you want to get out of America while there's still time, this is the time when you want to get out. Verse 17, Israel is a scattered sheep. Well, that's true of today. The lions have driven him away. First, the king of Assyria hath devoured him. And last, now this is important, and last, this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon hath broken his bones. I believe that Daniel chapter 4 is telling us who the Antichrist is going to be. And I believe it's going to be a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar. Now you may be saying, wait a minute, people don't come back to life. Yeah, well, Revelation says, and the beast that was and is not shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell upon the earth shall wonder whose names are not written in the book of life, slain from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. Now, what that's saying is, when you see the beast, if you are not already saved, at that point you will be so shocked, so mesmerized, so taken, so overcome with his beauty and with his words, you will probably fall. I mean, like most people on the planet will accept him. He's saying this Nebuchadnezzar ascends out of the bottomless pit and goes against Israel. Well, that's exactly what we know happens. Verse 18, therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land. I believe that's talking about us as I have punished the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel again to his habitation. In other words, he's bringing Israel home. In those days, and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for. This is real important. And there should be none. And the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found. For I will pardon them whom I reserve. As the scriptures say, not all of the Jews turn to Jesus. Doesn't happen. But Jesus can forgive who he wants to forgive. And what he's saying is, in these last days, he is just going to supernaturally forgive all of Israel. Let me read that again. That's what he's saying. The iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, that's the northern kingdom, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. So I know a lot of people want to say, oh yeah, Israel, you know, those Jews, they do all these bad things. 
Well, true, the Jews do. Some of the people that say that they're Jews and are not Jews but do lie, but are the synagogue of Satan, some of those do bad things too. But God knows who is a real Jew and who is a fake Jew or a synagogue of Satan Jew. And he will wash the ones clean that he wants to wash because he's going to do some mighty things with Israel. Let me conclude with this. Verse 23. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? Well, I believe America is what the Bible is referring to, the hammer of the whole earth. Right now, America does rule the world. She does. The hammer of the whole earth cut asunder means cut in pieces. That may be referring to the Great Lakes opening all the way up down to the Gulf of Mexico and broken. How has Babylon become a desolation among the nations? I have laid a snare for thee, and thou art also taken, O Babylon, and thou wast not aware. Boy, you can't get Americans to listen about this Bible prophecy today. Thou art found, means your sins have been remembered, and also caught, because thou hast striven against the Lord. And the Lord has opened his armory, and have brought forth the weapons of his indignation, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and the countries. For this is the work of the Lord, God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the outermost border. Open her storehouses. Cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Now this is interesting too. Slay all her bullocks. Let them go down to slaughter. Woe to them. Okay, now what's a bullock? Well, that would be a cow. What nation has the best cows? Israel or Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan or America? Oh, I will tell you, I have been in Israel, I've been in Jordan, I've been in some of those Middle Eastern countries, and their version of a steak is about as thick as what we call bacon. They are not big on steak over there. They do not have the wonderful beef like we do here in America. So when it says slay all her bullocks, that's saying that one of the first things they do when they take over America is kill all of our wonderful cows. Well, now think about it. Isn't that exactly what we did to the American Indians by killing all of their buffalo? You take their food sources. Back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I got about 30 revelations and two visions. God showed me the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. In this book, for the first time, you will understand that on first fruits, Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat who are ready go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns, a vesture dipped in his own sacrificed blood, and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus the judge uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem 
comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, prophecyclub.com. Gives you extras to give away to your friends. Now you can donate to the Prophecy Club on your mobile device. Just text the word prophecy to 444 999 and follow the prompts. Just text the word prophecy to 444 999 and follow the prompts. Message and data rates may apply. You can also listen to the Prophecy Club anytime on Alexa, Google Home, and YouTube. Just say Alexa, play Prophecy Club. Our websites are prophecyclub.com, watchprophecyclub.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, and a Prophecy Club has been a blessing to you. And if God has blessed you, when it comes time for your giving, please remember Prophecy Club. It's summertime. We really could use your help now. Thank you, and God bless. Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take the warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.